Welcome to the Gospel According to Podcast, the first and only podcast looking at the intersection of pop culture and the Christian faith. I'm Dan Ulrich, joined as always by my co-host. You may know him as the one with the adult onset anacardiacee allergy. It's Dave Hallahan. <laughs> Did you know oh. that's, that's called that you have? That's what I what, like. What you're allergic to? Uh, pistachios and cashews. Yes, but also in this, which I don't know if you've tried. Yeah. yeah. In the same culture as mango. Are you? Have you found yourself allergic to mango? Interesting. Those I've had... three are the same biological anacardia ce. Anacardia ce. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I I haven't had like just straight natural mango. I've had mango flavored things with no reaction. And I wonder if that means they're not naturally flavored uh, or if that just hasn't caught up to me yet for some reason. But I would be curious to see because as I was looking, uh, you guys are entering into the conversation, but Dave is now allergic <laughs> to cashews and pistachios. Yes, it was, uh, as you mentioned, uh, adult onset uh, I've eaten like peanuts and peanut family, nut family things my whole life. I'm a salty over uh, sweet guy. So love salty treats. In more and, ways than one. Hey. <laughs> and so I uh, picked up a bag of pistachios one day at work. And all of a sudden I'm like scratching my head. And I'm like, did I not like wash my hair? the other day like why am i so itchy i'm gross i need to go home and take a shower finish up what i'm doing i'm driving home and like my hands are like tingly and like mm -hmm. i'm losing sensation in them and i'm like this can't be good and i'm like wait this is definitely an allergic reaction and i just took some benadryl and i was fine uh but i was like all right i'll stay away from pistachios now and then like several months later uh cashews did the same thing to me and they're just one by one. I'm losing them. So, and I don't want to push it. Like nut allergies can be serious. So I'm not yeah. trying to have like my throat close up. So, but yeah, as I looked it up for the show, mango, mango yeah. is in the same biological family. The name that I can't pronounce very yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. very long. So the listeners want you to right. try well, mango maybe, and report back. I'll tell you what, we get a thousand followers on Instagram and I will live eat some mango and let you know <laughs> if I die or not. <laughs> have your EpiPen. Yes. Um, next year. But Dan, but I, thank you for bringing that up because now I know that you care and you listen when I speak. But this is not the gospel according to adult onset no, no. allergies. It's not the gospel according to tree nuts. <laughs> What are it's we talking the, about today? Is the gospel according to fast food? That's <laughs> right, Dave. And I think we need to start off the pod by the basis of what do you consider to be fast food? Mm. I Okay, part of me feels like you know it when you see it. Uh, we don't, we shouldn't have to define this. But uh, I mean, I think it's uh, any, like certainly like counter service, right? Uh, fryers, grills, uh, drive-through. If it has a drive-through counter service, and you get your food within a couple minutes of ordering, I guess that. Like, do you have a better working definition for? Well, I I fast think food? there's maybe a gray line or a line here between there's like the fast casual, fast casual. So there's like Chipotle, Chipotle, Panera Bread, 
five guys, where would you categorize those three? Mm. Uh, see, you, I think you're exploiting a, a fault in my own logic here because I want to say five guys is fast food, but I don't know if that's just because they have like burgers and fries and I, that's more yes, what I'm five thinking guys about. famous for their burgers, burgers and, and, fries. and fries. In fact, <laughs> uh, whereas I would say Chipotle and Panera are not fast food. They would be fast casual, but I could see five guys falling into the same category. Interesting because Five Guys, no drive-through, Panera, Chipotle, mm. drive-through. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I would I consider think, none of them fast food. Yeah. I, I think for sake of this conversation, none of them should be considered fast food. I agree. They're, they're a little level above that. They take a yes. little bit longer. Uh, the food, uh, maybe a little bit better. I mean, Panera, at least their bread, they're cooking. Everything else is coming out of a plastic bag. Um, <laughs> right. But. But yeah, I would consider those things uh, to not to be fast casual, different category, a little upscale, a little pricier, uh, maybe a little more real food, but maybe not. Yeah, uh, our, the gospel according to fast casual restaurants will be only for our patrons. So, <laughs> yeah, so make sure you sign up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, have you ever worked in the fast food industry? I have not worked in the fast food industry. Uh, I feel like a lot of people, their first job is like McDonald's. Um, my brother, actually both of my brothers, I think worked at McDonald's. Uh, I've never worked. I've worked in the food industry, the restaurant industry, uh, but never fast food. I was a salad bar attendant at Ruby Tuesday that doesn't exist anymore. Actually, every restaurant I've worked for has closed. I thought you worked so, at SaladWorks. Okay. Oh, I did work at SaladWorks. We see, I meant at, from the top, I said, you pay attention. You pay attention better than I do when I talk and to my own <laughs> life. Yes. Well, is SaladWorks fast food or is that I fast would, casual? I would say no, it's not fast yeah, food. It's not fast food. It's That's like, the closest though. How about you? Have you ever worked in, in the fast food industry? Yes. I think I brought up before that my high school I had three different jobs in high school that after soccer season ended in the winter months, I was like, oh, I should do something to make money. So I would get a job uh, before Christmas, November-ish, and then I would keep said job through the end of the school year. And then once summer camp started up, VBSs, uh, missions trips, family vacations, I would say, oh, I need the summer off. Tell them I'd be back. Maybe I had <laughs> inclinations that I was going to be back, but would not. And then the next year I would start a different job. So my first job was selling CD cases at a kiosk in the mall. Okay. Uh, nice. Which nice. doesn't exist for <laughs> multiple reasons. Yes. You know, malls dying, CDs not really uh, being a form of thing or people not needing to have 120 CDs <laughs> right. in one. Uh, and then the next year I worked at Taco Bell. And my last year I worked at a shoe store. So yes, I worked at Taco Bell for, I don't know, six months or so. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah. So I worked in Taco Bell. I never had any of the horror stories of, you know, terrible things happening at Taco Bell in Blackwood, New Jersey. Uh, you know, other than, you know, that everything comes in a bag and <laughs> is rehydrated or, right. or whatever. Uh, would you hook your friends up when they would come and eat or were you probably, buy the book? <laughs> probably. I mean, 
So we had a coworker of mine that got me the job. Friend of the pod has been mentioned. I don't know some of the stories I'll tell, you know, if he wants his name, he probably doesn't care. Um, but he would definitely hook us up because he had been there. He worked there for like four years or something. So he had a little more senior seniority. I was not motivated to <laughs> learn how to do the job. Mm. Yes, usually yes. the out, the hours I worked were busy. And so they would, you know, have me in there and be like, all right, you're on the register. And I'd be like, you never trained me to do the register or, you know, like <laughs> you're going to go be, you know, one of the line assemblers of the tacos. I'm like, I was never trained to do that, which was all <laughs> true. And so I spent most of my days collecting the money at the drive through mm. and handing out the food, <laughs> which is very simple to do. Or, you know, I scrubbed pots or mopped and swept the, the floor out there, but I was never actually trained how to use the um, register or how to make tacos. So, so, so what exactly were you trained to do to collect hand money to someone who knows yes. what to do with it? I was and like the expediter. Yes, I was the yeah. in between, between the people making the right. food and handing it out through the drive through. Hey, or an important, an important yeah. cog in it's the got, machine. The food's yeah. got to get from one place yes. to the other. And then, yeah. you know, I'd help do all the cleaning up, wipe the tables down uh, and things like that. But yeah, yeah, no, nothing scary ever happened. A uh, friend of the pod, Scott, if somebody uh, was a jerk through the drive through or whatever, uh, or a lot of uh, listening to a lot of white uh, suburban people try to pronounce very easy sounding uh, quest. <laughs> can I have one of those grando taco combos? Um, <laughs> but Scott uh, would, if you made him mad, he wouldn't spit in your food. He wouldn't do anything disgusting. He would just take his finger, index finger, and crack your hard um, shell mm. taco. So if you ever in Blackwood, New Jersey, got a hard shell taco that was mm. um, cracked in half, you probably made Scott Letterer mad. Uh, probably. The Scott also got me my job at Ruby Tuesday. What a guy. What and a let guy. let you borrow his car to yep. take the driving test. <laughs> what a guy. Uh he should be on the pod. Scott, if you're listening, you know, reach out. Tell us something that you want to talk about. <laughs> we we got you. So, Dave, what is your relationship to fast food? Are you a connoisseur? Do you only like certain places? <laughs> Are you like, you know, as a youth pastor, ready down to clown and eat at any time? Yeah, I I mean, I definitely like have my moments. Uh Later in life, you know, food starts to affect you differently. And so <laughs> I have backed off of fast food a little bit, but I still, there are times, especially Taco Bell is still very much my mm. weakness. Like I can only go so long without it before I'm just like, yeah, like I'm, that's what I'm having for lunch today. I don't care. Um, and, but like growing up, I have distinct memories of being at McDonald's, getting the happy meal, playing right. out on the playground. Uh, and so really growing up like fast food i don't remember it being in our lives a ton but i remember that like mcdonald's mm -hmm. playing on the playground uh and it was but i think it was like a treat it was like a rare thing yeah. that we got to do so um but then yeah growing up i mean you know it, all throughout college and high school you know you're driving around you have your freedom with your driver's license now right you're hanging out with your friends and so i would go and all of them. I like all of them. They've all got something to offer. I am very like East Coast, though. Like, mm. I haven't had a lot of like 
uh, Whataburger, In-N-Out. Like, I haven't had any of those before. Uh, mail us uh, some Jack-in-the-Box <laughs> In-N-Out yes. animal-style fries, uh, and we'll try them on air. Uh, there you go. For you. Yeah. But, yeah, say, say with me, I like it all. I've never, Dave, I've never smoked. Uh, oh, I've never okay. done any hard drugs. Never really had an issue with alcohol. But easily could become addicted to fast mm. food. Mm. And probably have been at some points <laughs> in my life as far yeah. as the craving or the looking to, you know, have something to eat that's not good for you, but you want it. And then you feel terrible afterwards yeah. coming home and then having to eat real dinner later. Um, mm. And mm. You, you ate too much lunch. And then you're yeah. like, try, my wife listens to the podcast, but so don't tell her I, not oh. better with that. But, you know, there's been times when, you know, you eat a big lunch and then you come home and you don't really want to eat dinner, but you, you want, don't want to tell her that you ate a big lunch. Right. So, right, right. You ever yeah. finish <laughs> your fast food in the driveway before you, you go in? So you don't Probably. have to share with anyone? Yeah. 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 yeah you got to share it and they got to crumple it, throw it in the outside trash can. Right. You know? Outside trash can right there. Boop. Yep. Nobody. No, none the wiser. None the wiser. I'll go go scarf down some spaghetti and meatballs on top of this Taco Bell. Nobody will know. <laughs> oh, your bells are gonna know. So, so the reason why you know we we're bringing this up is because we've been hounded quite frankly. I, yes, it's impossible. It's been hard to go out of the house. Uh -huh. We're at the drive-through. The people are going. <gasps> Hey, are you down a grave? Are you? And they just want to know, Dave, what is the gospel according to fast food? Mm. So I think the gospel according to fast food is a false gospel. And okay. I think the gospel according to fast food is about convenience. Uh, it's about uh, immediate satisfaction that if I want something, I should have access to it right away. I shouldn't have to mm -hmm. wait for it. I shouldn't have to work for it. Uh, it shouldn't be inconvenient. It shouldn't be too expensive. Uh, it should be at the ready. And I think that fast food, like Taco Bell, um, I love Taco Bell, Taco Bell, McDonald's, Wendy's, whatever, like that food, it does sometimes I have legitimate craving for it. And like, I eat it and I'm like, yes, like this was the thing that I wanted. But one, no matter what you eat, you're always going to be hungry again later, but there's something less fulfilling about it, that it's an even, it's a short fix that it's hitting. And uh, back in my, my youth pastor heyday, uh, Leah and I, we, there's a C.S. Lewis quote that you might be familiar with. I think it's from Mere Christianity, but he talks about how as Christians, the problem is not that we it's too hard for us to be satisfied. It's that it's too easy for us to be satisfied. And mm. the analogy that he uses is, um, you know, like a child offered a holiday at sea, we'd rather play in the sandbox. And like, it's just that the child is too easily satisfied that a sandbox, this is fun. I can't even think of what you would mean by a holiday at sea. Well, we like reworked that analogy. And we said that like, we are, I think we actually use mozzarella sticks as our example, mm. but like, I'll just eat some mozzarella sticks 
when what is on offer from God is like a fillet and lobster tail. And it's like, well, I'll just, I just need to, I need to move quick. So I'll just grab these mozzarella sticks. So I think that is the, the false gospel that's presented is it's here. It's ready. Just take it and keep going rather than the gospel of Jesus, which invites us to sit down at a full meal that will satisfy us uh, longer term, but it is harder work to get to. We have to be a little bit more patient. Um, so that's the gospel according to fast food. Yeah, I came up with similar to that is a false gospel that says everything needs to happen at once. Like you said, the immediacy of I'm hungry, feed me whatever's fastest I'm going to eat and, you know, disregarding if it's the best for me health wise, if it's <laughs> right. the best tasting, um, if like you said, the most fulfilling uh, way or even not even just in the food standpoint, but in the like fellowship standpoint. Uh, a lot of times as a family, if we're picking up fast food, we're eating it in the car to go and do something. And so there's not the face-to-face -face talking, right. uh, enjoying each other's. It's a, it's a quicker just means to ending my hunger. Yeah. And as our Christian faith, I think sometimes we are sucked into that same type of feeling of an event that we're looking for an event that uh, we want to go to a retreat, a conference, uh, a one-time thing where this is going to change my life, that this is going to, I'm going to be put on the right track, that this, my culmination of my Christian experience is going to happen in this one moment versus the faith journey that we're called to with Jesus Christ is a pick up your cross daily mm -hmm. is transformation as a long process of becoming more and more like Christ. It's that, yes, we're saved in an instant when we, you know, cry out, uh, call on the uh, name of the Lord. Uh, we repent. Uh, we experience that transformation in that moment of being, sons and daughters of Christ of accepting the salvation. But from that point on, the rest of our life isn't as instantaneous of a thing that there's right. this process rather than just a singular event. There's the waiting on the Lord aspect of uh, drawing near to him. Uh, this whole idea that Christ gives us and the New Testament gives us a seed time and harvest of that we're, we're planning into our life. Yeah. No, that's good. I thought of, um, I think it's in Galatians, Paul says to do not grow weary of doing what is good um, for in due season, you will reap mm -hmm. what you sow. And I think we don't want to wait for the due season. <laughs> we just want it right now. Like I did the right thing. Where's my reward? Where's my satisfaction? Uh, when often doing the right thing is it's a process and you'll see the results eventually, but you might not see it right now. And similar to fast food, I know just like eating in my own house, like I often choose convenience over what is best for me. My spiritual life is the same. We we've joked about my stack of books, but like some of why I like to read is because I, I think is not a good thing. It's because I think it's a shortcut. Like if I can just replace experience with God, with knowledge about God, then mm -hmm. that will do the same thing. But like the experience, I would have to take time with God and meditation and prayer. And it's much, it's a much slower process. It doesn't feel like, oh, you know, I can't, if I spend 10 minutes in silent prayer 
every morning, that I bet would have a big impact on my life over long term. But right. when I look back at my day, I'm like, well, I spent 10 minutes doing nothing. Whereas mm-hmm. if I read a chapter, I'm like, boom, there's 15 pages that I read. That's a thing that I did it's today. It's tangible. It's tangible. Yeah. But I think that that slow growth is actually better and healthier for us than that like immediate quick fix. You heard it here first, folks. Reading's bad. But it's in it's insane to think a hundred, you know, a hundred years ago, much less hundreds, thousands of years ago, but a hundred years ago for someone to say, okay, you are going to receive a specific thing you ordered that has bread, <laughs> meat, um, right. cheese, veg- fresh vegetables in it, and you're going to get it within, you know, a minute and 30 seconds, and you're going to be angry that it took you <laughs> yeah. that extra 30 seconds to get that meal is insane. Like yeah. anybody else looks like, oh, well, you had to butcher the cow and then you had to process the meat and then you had to make sure it was refrigerated and then, you know, start a fire to cook. You had to take milk the cow and then, you know, process the meat and to make it into cheese and, and, and plant the vegetables and then go out and harvest them. And they had to be fresh and come and cut them and and make, you know, harvest the grain and then crush the grain and then allow the bread to to rise and, and bake it. And like, no, in you know, a minute, I want this cheeseburger <laughs> right. to consume yeah. it. And it's like that, that disconnect from where our food's coming from, from the process that it's taking uh, to do those things. And just, I think the harmful mentality that we then carry over into the rest of our lives where we can't wait anymore. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, just to, to think those things and how, how slowing down, how taking those times, like you're saying to pray, taking those times to be away from even technology. We think mm. of as we grew up, the internet becoming in a newer thing, you know, once Al Gore invented it, then we had the, the <laughs> internet, but it was a dial up internet. So literally pages would load. We'd have to sit there waiting for a page. And now it's like, if there's, if it's not instantaneously, that I type something in and the world of the internet gives me this knowledge that I would have had to follow a smart person around or, or heaven forbid, read a book to know this knowledge before. <laughs> if it doesn't instantaneously come into my face, then I am aggravated yeah. uh, about that. And just the rush that this puts in our lives, talking about driving, talking about now fast food and things, just this, this quickness that we just want everything in. And it, I think it, it hurts our souls. It hurts our faith of wanting this things in those ways and being conditioned to think that we should have it. I think part of this fast food culture is going back to, uh, and even a spacious life with, uh, Ashley Hales. We had her on hustle culture. Like I think hustle culture and fast food culture are kind of intertwined because <laughs> fast food allows me to get more stuff done. I don't have to make dinner. I don't have to sit down and plan meals. I can just go grab it. I can eat it in the car on my way to my kids practice or to play or to the next business meeting that I have or whatever. And so I think the two are very much intertwined and there's an obvious convenience factor, but I think we, we don't often think about what we lose when we gain uh, through that convenience. 
Yeah, good. So yeah, if you want to go back and listen to that, we kind of get more into that whole idea that our identity isn't found in how many things we get done each day. Uh, but are you ready for the Bible breakdown, Dave? Am I? Dave, are you, are you familiar with the Daniel fast? Uh, vaguely, yes. All right, that'll make tell it better. Me, All right, tell me more. So this comes from Daniel ten three. Uh, it says, "I ate no pleasant bread, neither came fresh nor wine, flesh nor wine in my mouth." Neither did I anoint myself at all till three whole weeks were fulfilled. And so kind of 21 days of veggies. So based on, you know, Daniel in the Bible and, you know, we read that with Nebuchadnezzar that he kind of tested him. He didn't want to eat the food of the king, you know, the kingdom. And he said his way would be better following the Lord would be better. And then after these days, he was healthier than those that ate the king's food. And so people always looking for a weight loss plan, you know, always looking for that. And if we can spiritualize anything even better. So there's the Daniel fast that, that people have done and and no doubt have connected with God and connected with their food better. And so the Daniel fast uh, limits food choices, vegetables and water as stated in the book of Daniel. Uh, it requires you abstain from meat, fish, egg, dairy products, chocolates, ice cream, sugar, sweets, wine, or any alcoholic beverages. So, Dave, do you think that you can have the Daniel fast while eating fast food? <laughs> uh, no. Tell Probably me what you not. would. Tell me what you would order. Wendy's has salads. McDonald's has salads. You can get salads. McDonald's does not have salads anymore. You need to oh, up your fast food. I game. do. It's been a while. Wendy's has salads. <laughs> there's there's also something else from Wendy's that you can get. Well, I was gonna say, uh, do we have veggie burgers at fast food or like black bean burgers? I bet there are fast food places that have those. Be a Burger Probably. King did the beyond meat burger for a little bit. Mm. So you get that with no bun, I guess, uh, lettuce and tomato. And that's at Wendy's, it. you could also get the baked potato. Ah, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So can I have fries too then? Um, as long as, um, well, they couldn't be fried in, uh, something what, that was like an animal. What if they're product? in veg- vegetable oil? I don't know. I think I think that would be pushing it, uh, but maybe. Uh, Starbucks has a lentils and vegetable protein bowl with brown rice that you would be able to eat. Oh well, I'm glad I'm not allowed to have Panera, but you can have Starbucks. That's Star- not fast food. I, uh, it's you don't think so? It's not really. No, it's a. It's not. It's a whole new category. How about a Subway? Do you think you could do the Daniel fast twenty one days, no meat? Um, no pleasant bread, no pleasant bread. Just give me that crappy bread. Um, I don't think so. Like, I, I guess I could theoretically do it. I don't think it would be spiritually beneficial for me to do it. I think I would be unpleasant, more unpleasant than the bread I'd be eating. <laughs> if i if i did that i think i, I think like fasting the daniel fast uh, any whatever kind of fast or even like if you want to do like diet stuff that's fine uh 
But I, I do think it quickly becomes another thing for us to do, you know, like we right. just talked about, like, what can I achieve? What can I produce? Look, I made 21 days without. And like, yeah. if that's the point of why you're doing it, then it's probably not the best reason. I don't think that's why Daniel did it. So, yeah. And so the whole kind of like, I'm going to do it and then I'm going to be more spiritual afterwards because I did this physical thing. Uh, and I think that's the whole hard part with fasts is so many times we approach it with the wrong motivation right that we approach it well you know oh it's lent i'm not going to eat fried food and i hope i lose some weight I'm not like <laughs> right. oh, i hope i connect with god more i hope that <laughs> yeah. um, by fasting for 30 hours that frees me up that i don't have to plan and cook food and eat food that i can just spend that time in prayer like oftentimes our, we go into it with wrong motivations i i believe dave you want to play a game yes let's do it all right this is will it preach it's fast been a while food. it's been it's been a while uh yeah. fast food slogan edition oh i like it i like it so these catchphrases can make you want to buy fast food but can they deliver spiritual nourishment mm. so i'm gonna ask you dave will it preach let's get it Let's All go. right, so a little side part to this is okay. I'm going to give you the fast food slogan uh -huh. and see if you I can tell, you tell me the, what okay. restaurant it comes from okay. and then tell me how you would preach this or if it's going to be a Sunday school, if it's going to be a sermon series, a one-off men's retreat, a youth group tie-in, uh, things like that, okay? All right, sounds good. All right, first one. Have you had your break today? Have you had your break today? I don't. Is that how that goes? I don't know. But that was McDonald's, right? That was McDonald's. Once upon a time. But the real uh, question is, will it preach, Dave? I'm going to say that this will preach. This is going to be maybe, uh, I'll say it's youth group, like devotional thought kind of okay. thing. Have you had your break today? Uh and kind of the youth group classic talking about your need for quiet time uh, and mm. being God's word and prayer. Uh, and you can even talk about what we've talked about today, like the fast paced nature of life. And you're going from school to after school programs, to work, to clean your room, to doing your homework, to running around, blah, blah, blah. Have you had your break today? Have you had a moment to take a break and rest before God and just be in his presence? Mm. Good. Now we'll preach. Next one, live mass. <laughs> this was Taco Bell. This was Taco Bell. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, good. Uh, live mass. Yes. I would say that this will preach. Um, this could be, uh, uh, I think this is an Easter sermon. <laughs> live oh. mass. Uh, it's about the resurrection and the new life. Um, and, you know, you could kind of, I want to like talk about YOLO, but how that's not true for Christians, right? We live Moss um, and how we have a second chance at life that our old selves are gone and the new life has come. So we get to live Moss. And that, you know, after Palm Sunday, we have Holy Tuesday. You could have Holy Taco Tuesday. Yes. You know, exactly. Live Moss tie in. Yes. <laughs> Good. No, that's great. Next, where's the beef? Where's the beef? Oh, where's man. the beef? 
Oh, is that Wendy's? That's what's in my head. Yes, this was Wendy's became a cultural phenomenon. The little old ladies looking at uh, the burgers from other competitors and wondering why there's so much bun, but where's the beef? Where's the beef? Then Wendy's famously has the square patties. And so there's there's more area space in a square than a circle is the thinking. Where's the beef? Will it preach? Uh, I'm going to say this will preach. And I'm going to say this is a men's retreat message because one, like beef, meat, men, her, yeah. Uh, But also it's going to be like harsh and challenging in tone. And Mm. whenever you talk to men, you have to tell them what they're doing wrong. So, (laughs) um, so uh, Paul talks about how, when I was a child, I thought like a child, but now uh, I'm, I put childish things away. Uh, And maybe in the same place, but maybe somewhere else. He also talks about how like, you know, you start off on milk, but then you have to right. m- move on to the finer things. And so uh, I'm going to challenge these men to stop uh, drinking spiritual milk. And it's time to step up and chew on some spiritual meat and get serious about your faith. Where's the beef? And then we'll do chest pumps afterwards <laughs> Yeah, and make a big fire. <laughs> yes. No, that was great. I, I'm going to tuck that in my back pocket. All right. I like it for, for a men's retreat coming up. All right, next one. I think this was a little harder. I don't know if you're going to know this one. The slogan is, you got to eat. I've mentioned before, I believe it's Miller Lite, who for a while was like, drinkability was like their like slogan. It's like, you got to eat. And like, we have stuff that you can eat here. So why don't you come on in? Uh, I don't know who this is from. I'm going to go with uh, Jack in the Box. This is checkers or rallies, checkers. depending on what part of the country you Okay, in. remember checkers? Yeah, I do. You um, gotta eat. Yeah, you gotta eat. I'm gonna, this is gonna be a message from John chapter five-ish. Um, five, six, it's in there somewhere. But uh, he, Jesus is the he that I'm talking about, talks about his body being the, he's the bread of life. And uh, that if you want to have eternal life, that you must eat of his body and drink of his blood. And uh, it's kind of weird and off-putting to the people who hear it. Uh, But Jesus is essentially saying, you got to eat. So, uh, yeah, that's that's where I'm going to go with that. All right. So communion message. It's a communion message, yes. All right. Last one. Instead of like voluntary communion it's mandatory communion yeah yeah. you You can't pass you have to you have to yeah so we have our ushers in the back and they're going to be making sure everyone comes (laughs) forward all right last one freaky fast delivery uh one of our friends married into this empire oh wow that's not necessarily freaky fast (laughs) delivery right I don't know, but a pizza place is what's coming to mind. Is that no. not it? No. What is shop. it? Jimmy John's? Jimmy John's. Jimmy. This is Jimmy John's. So they this slogan this slogan came under fire in the court, both mm. court of public opinion and actual courtrooms, after drivers for Jimmy John's were involved in speed related accidents <laughs> that resulted in serious injuries, lawsuits, and financial settlements. Oopsies. We are so fast. We're going to get the sandwich cheese <laughs> yes. so fast. And the workers there are like, I got to go. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Um, will it preach freaky fast delivery? Um, I mean, I want to say no, that it won't. <laughs> That's okay. You can, uh, can have yeah, one. No I get one show. no per per round, right? This one. Well, there's something like I feel like it's just too much of a stretch, or like not theologically accurate. But I want to be like, you know, you pray the prayer of salvation and freaky fast delivery. Here's the spirit. Uh, right. So I'm just gonna say no. I'm not using this one. <laughs> All right. Last up, uh, we kind of teased it in the beginning. We didn't go too much into our favorites, but uh, we are gonna have a fast food item draft. And so this is a specific item. It's not a combo order. It's a specific item from a specific fast food uh, menu. And, yeah. and we'll go back and forth. So this is based on us living in Northeast United States. Right. All right. Uh, All right. Then I'm going with the go, the best fast food item that there is, the cheesy gordita crunch from oh, Taco Bell. Man, had it on, had it on the list. That's number one for me, for sure. All right, I'm going to go with the Big Mac. Mm, okay, classic. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go burger for my number two as well. And I'm going with the heart attack on a bun. I'm going with the Baconator. Oh, from Wendy's. <laughs> true story. First time I ate a Baconator. This was in college, maybe. I felt my heart hurt. <laughs> i finished eating it and i felt heart palpitations or just a heaviness in my chest <laughs> no i love it that's what it's there for you know you gotta like get it down with a, a couple of those you know just just jump start the heart in between bites right that's how you know it's good okay um uh next i'm going to go a little hot take here okay Former sponsor of the pod. Okay. Friends of the pod. Yes. Give me a PDQ chicken tender oh, with some garlic tender. dip. Uh, the garlic dip. Okay. Yes. I actually haven't gone the garlic dip, so I might have to give that a go. You're missing out. Well, then I guess I'm going to go the chicken sandwich route. And I'm going to declare my favorite chicken sandwich. I'm going with Popeye's oh, chicken man. sandwich and I'm going with the spicy. Okay. The, the spicy sauce. So yes, agreed. Popeye's chicken sandwich is the goat. Yeah, man. That was on my board too. You just knocking them out. I'm actually right. looking at your list. I didn't make one. So. <laughs> yeah, I have eight too. They just happen to be the same. <laughs> exact uh, all right. So I have my chicken. I have my burger. But I think the fast food dessert goat, mm, give me the mm. Wendy's Frosty. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and what flavor are you going with? Vanilla? No, you got to go chocolate. You go chocolate. I'm vanilla. Oh, oh you yeah. can have it. But then they change out the vanilla. Like summer, they have strawberry, so you can't be getting Yeah, you don't always get the vanilla. It makes me sad. Um, all right, so you've got your dessert. I've got the cheesy gordita crunch, the baconator, and then the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Um I do need a, a side item here. Uh, so I'm going to go with uh, maybe this is pretty basic, I think, but Chick-fil-A waffle fries. Oh, coming for my list, Dave. I shouldn't I have let you I go am. first. All right. Next one. I'm going to have to ask for a clarification here uh, to see <laughs> okay. if this is considered fast food uh, for you. 
But right. I want for my fourth pick, I want an Annie Ann's pretzel. Yeah, I'll allow it. Okay. So, I mean, it is fast. Yeah. It, it doesn't have the drive through. It's more, you know, mall food court mm-hmm. um, or rest stop type food, but I'll allow it. Yeah. Give me one yeah. of them salty, buttery uh, pretzels. Yeah. All right. That's good. All right. So the, I'm down to my last pick. I've got a few up here. Um, I try to be good sometimes with my fast food. This is just an honorable mention. But the thing that I order most at Chick-fil-A is actually their grilled chicken club, not even their breaded sandwich. Uh, yeah. So that I'm that not a really member. So I can't. I'm not part of the club. <laughs> I am. Uh, but yeah, their grilled chicken sandwich is pretty good. Um, McDonald's fries are classic. The classic Chick-fil-A sandwich, all good. But I'm actually going back to Taco Bell. Oh, and no. I'm going to get a quesadilla because oh. their quesadilla the sauce what what sauce is on there oh. i was never trained in making the quesadilla <laughs> <laughs> right so you wouldn't know uh but i'm gonna i'm i begin and end my draft with taco bell and i'm ending yeah. with the quesadilla that was that was a reach he would have went on drafted you could have picked him up off, i off i agree but i needed to i needed him to know he was chosen uh i i wish i i wish i got a fry in there i mean i think Yes, most of the time you get the reliable McDonald's fries, but I think overall they're a little overrated. Give me I, give I me agree. a give me like an Arby's curly fry. Give me a Popeye's like Cajun fry mm, uh, mm-hmm. o- over that. Yeah. Um but with my last pick, I'm gonna go for overall value here. Okay. okay. I'm gonna get multiple things in one, but it's still one item. Okay. Came out was a little was a little sensationalized when it came out, but it has stood the test of time over this past decade. Give me the KFC famous bowl. Oh, mashed potatoes. You're getting, you're healthy. You're at eating some corn. You're getting the, the, the chicken, popcorn, chicken, a little cheese on it. Uh, yeah, there slide it all down your gullet. Uh, yes. Good, good choice there. So here's the question that I had for you. Uh, okay. Have you heard like this thing that McDonald's Sprite is better than everywhere else? Yes, it's spicy. Is this a joke? Like, is this just something people got together, tried to convince me of? Or, no. or do, uh, do you buy it? Are you like, well, the Sprite there is different, better? There Before the Sprite thing became something, like, it was always the Coca-Cola. And so, you know, with fountain drinks, they mix their own syrup. Right. And so... The thing was like they kept the 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 tap water, open the the water a little colder and okay. it was maybe a little extra syrupy right, that would right. make uh their fountain drinks especially their Coca-Cola and I guess now the same thing with their Sprite that maybe there's a little extra syrup in it that okay. um that adds to it. So I yeah, I believe it. Okay. I'm I'm a denier. I'm a McDonald's Sprite denier. It's the same. And you people just heard about it on the internet and now you're bought in and you'll believe it. But it's all so you believe happening in your head. Glass bottle, aluminum can, plastic bottle, fountain drink. You think they all taste exactly the same. Wake up, sheeple. It's soda. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not doing this today. No, I to answer your question specifically. No, I do think it's different, but I think fountain to fountain, it's the same thing. Fountain soda, 
tastes the same as fountain soda. All right. So next uh, time we see each other, I'm going to bring you four different sprites. Blind, blind taste test sprite, and I'll I'll nail it because I'm you'll like, have to see. This is a sprite. <laughs> this this is also sprite, and this one yes also sprite because they all taste the same. This one's spicier. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's your go-to fountain drink? Uh, well, nowadays, because I can in most places, I go Coke Zero. Yes. Uh, that's that's the bop. Mm -hmm. If if I'm doing Taco Bell, I'm obviously giving into uh, some of my baser uh, desires and wants, so I'll also just get Mountain Dew. But I'm also like hot take. I'm anti uh baja blast i don't Ooh. like baja blast yeah i know as a youth pastor it should be coursing through my veins but wow. uh, i don't like the baja blast it's like brushing your teeth and like that's why i don't i love mountain dew but i don't want to be brushing my teeth with it and that's what it you baja don't have blast. to you just have to drink it <laughs> that's what it, it it tastes like toothpaste mixed with mountain dew is what baja blast but they have like. baja blast zero now with zero minty flavor <laughs> or no <laughs> yeah give me you know if i'm being good coke zero but give yes. me a dr pepper mm. i want dr pepper is like so mountain dew at the pepsi restaurants but if i'm gonna if i'm gonna have sugar sh fizzy sugar water dr pepper is is probably the way that i'm gonna go with that yeah nice well thank you dave for uh indulging us i'm gonna go um, hit the drive through. I'm going to um, convince my wife to give fast food today. Yes. <laughs> Thank you all for joining the gospel. According to remember to follow us on all social media platforms that exist or have ever existed. Uh, Instagram. We need to get that up to a thousand uh, so that Dave does something. I've already forgotten that. I, I'm going to try mango and see if I have. An oh yeah. <laughs> see if it, you yeah. have an <laughs> allergic reaction. See if it sends you an anaphylactic shock. Um, <laughs> So we just need a hundred more people for this to happen. I think we're at a little over 900 now. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. Uh, they're not just for posting your food. Uh, they're for following us. We have giveaways. We have uh, ways for you to interact uh, with us, get little bonus things. Thank you for sharing the gospel according to with your family, with your friends, and the guy taking your order at the drive through window. If he says, will that complete your order? Just say, no, I need you to listen to this great podcast. First. Yes, I order you to listen to right. this great yeah. podcast. Yeah. And it and will be your pleasure <laughs> to do that. <laughs> yes. You can also send us mailbag questions on any of those socials or by emailing tgatpod at gmail.com. We are also open late. Even we're great even late. We're open late. So you can come through the drive-thru and ask us a question if you need to mm -hmm. do that. Uh, and do your part in obeying the Great Commission by helping us spread the gospel according to according. podcast. And one great way to do that is leaving a five-star rating and review. It's way faster than filling out the survey on the back of your receipt. You may not win $1,000, but you will gain heavenly rewards. And it happens real quick. And if you do it, we'll read it like this one that we got from Cobra Kai titled the new Dan and Dave exclamation point. I think he's outing our secret that we're clones that from vo volume one was actually two different guys. No, uh, and we, I think we he's have, referencing the Olympians, Dave. Oh yes. Yes. The new Dan and Dave uh, from, we the are the not Olympic. robots. 
Dan and Dave. Uh, these guys are not only Oh, no, wait. These guys not only are swag to the max, they pwn all the little groms at the camp in hoop. Respect! Exclamation point. Hashtag old men can't jump. But we don't have to because we just run the pick and roll, you know? Yeah. And the more fast food, the less we're jumping. Let's it's be honest. true. It is very true. Well, thank you, Cobra Kai, for that uh, five star rating and review, helping us reach new audiences and getting us to a thousand followers on Instagram so that I can potentially die on Instagram live. Uh, be sure to leave your own review and you can hear it here next week on your favorite hump day podcast. This was the gospel according to fast, fast food. Fast food. No indent. Fast food. And then. Oh, your bells are going to know. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Reading's bad. <laughs> As we grew up, the internet becoming in a newer thing, you know, once Al Gore invented it. And um, whenever you talk to men, you have to tell them what they're doing wrong. So we have our ushers in the back, and they're going to be making sure everyone comes <laughs> <Yes>. forward. <laughs> You pray the prayer of salvation and freaky fast delivery. Here's the spirit.